Shakers, not your typical run-of-the-mill stories. We're putting a spotlight on movers and shakers from everyday heroes, social stars to A-list celebs, and what's going down on campus. She is an international speaker. She's a published author and a publisher as well. She is absolutely incredible, has written several books that we'll get to uh, speak about. She's got a, a foundation called Girl With A Purpose Foundation, where she aims to empower, equip and inspire young women. She is a, a Nelson Mandela fellow alumna, as well as a TV show host, an award winner as well, and quite recently was awarded the Mailing Guardian uh, 200 Young South Africans for 2023. Her name is Gail Mutlowung, and absolutely deserves Deserves to be celebrated. I am so glad you could join me on Five Nights tonight. Jeez, you do a lot, Gail. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I, now, when you're reading that, I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's you, honey. I mean, really, how many books have you written? Okay, so I've written uh, five books. Jeez. Um, uh, my first book that I first wrote was I was in metric. It was yeah. a booklet, a motivational booklet for um, young people just to inspire them and yeah. encourage them. Yeah. Oh my goodness, five books. I mean, it's, believe you can. Born for a greater purpose journal. Daddy, I'm yours until you hand me over. As well as uh, the self development guide. It's absolutely incredible. Look, <laughs> I. I literally fan out over authors because I've Is got it? like this dream that I'll one day write a book. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't even write. I don't I even trust my own writing. I hope you that dream, <laughs> hey, because here's the, here's the thing. If you leave this world without writing that book, Aoshim, you would have robbed us. Oh, that's the thing, right? Yes. I'm, I, like, I'll probably regret it. I one hope day. that will convict you. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that just made me think very deeply. Don't die with our things, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's sitting there at the end of my life. And exactly. I guess nobody wants to do that, right? No yeah. one wants to sit at the end of their life and think, oh, I should have done this, have, this, this, exactly, this, that. You'd exactly. rather try everything, and even if you fail at them. Exactly. Congratulations on your latest award. Thank you so much. Right. Malian Guardian, uh, Young South African 2023. That's a big one. How, how do people get on that list? I know our very own Zanele Potelwa, who's a presenter <laughs> on Five Lunch, got it this year oh, as nice. well. What, what happens? You get nominated, right? Yes. So you get nominated by people that know you, mm. um, that have seen your work, mm. that are inspired by what you do. Mm. And then when the nominations, are, I mean, when the applications open, they just nominate you. And then you eventually get an email saying you've been nominated. Oh, like, oh okay. <laughs> you, you're wondering by who? But by who? You're like, you know, but there are people who are watching and yes. they are inspired. Oh, listen, and you're <laughs> also somebody that inspires a whole lot of young women and what I love, and I, I say this all the time, mm. I'm really such a fan of people who do work that is beyond Women's Month, where yeah. you empower and inspire, mm. and the work that you mm. do is not only on Women's Month, and that's where you shout it out loud, but it's True. something that is that you do 24-7, 365. That's Yay. incredible. At this very young age, I mean, you're, you're under 35, right? Yes, and yes. you've written five books. Right? You basically say, are you going to write more? Yes, because I, I really love storytelling and yes. I love, you know, I think I'm convicted by Miles Monroe's quote when he said, the symmetry is the richest place in the world because mm-hmm. there are many books that are never written. Oh. There were many songs that were never sung. So oh. I'm like, oh God, I don't want to be amongst that. Yes. I really want to do... 
I want to empty myself by the time I die and leave this world. Yeah. I want to rest peacefully knowing that yeah, I did what I believe I was called on earth to come to do. Oh, living your purpose. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Did you always know what your purpose was? Or are you still on that journey of finding what your true calling or purpose is? I would say yes. I'm still discovering it. Hey, yeah. um, it's, uh, I think it's broad. I cannot say I've arrived or I know it, mm. but it's a beautiful thing to, to, you know, to keep exploring and discovering it and it keeps unfolding yeah. so i would say i'm still in the journey yes talking about that journey uh you were uh part of the nelson mandela that you were um, basically a mandela washington what? fellow mm-hmm. alumna right yes, yes. now every time i've like heard of people who get the scholarship and whatnot you know it's, it's people that are like really brilliant <laughs> okay <laughs> What what is it essentially when you are a, a, a Mandela Washington fellow? What what does it entail? What happens? Okay, so let me say this, you know, because somebody will be sitting there, and be like, yo, you know, at that program is far fetched. Yes. So I remember when I first applied for for for, for Mandela Washington, mm. I I was told the same thing, and it's true, you know, mm. you have brilliant, intelligent young people mm. that apply and become uh, part of that, and they're doing so well, mm. you know, and. I was still starting doing my community work and starting in business, but I challenged myself. I was like, well, I have nothing to lose, mm. you know. Um, Mandela Washington Fellowship is such an amazing program, you know. It's life changing, and if you are young and you know you feel okay, you know what, I I think I can be the best candidate. Don't doubt it. Yes, I applied the first time. I got rejected. I applied the second time. I didn't go through. The third time, I was like, okay, should I do this? Maybe it's true that um, it's only for intelligent people or something. Yeah. Uh, And people who have, you know, achieved very, way big things than I have. But I applied because I was like, I have nothing to lose. Let me keep applying. And I got in the third time. Oh, my goodness. There are fellows who even applied for the first time and they got in eventually. It's all about resilience. It's all about, you know, um, just keep pushing, keep yeah. trying. And it's know? a whole lot of training that you get, uh, yes. leadership training that you get for a total yes. of six weeks. You're taken to the USA yes, and you yes. come back and it, it makes an impact in your life so that a you lot. can go and pay it forward and impact other young people's lives. All right, Gail, it is finally time to flip your first coaster. We've been having so many interesting conversations about like just getting things done and purpose mm-hmm. that I, I i just kind of got into that rabbit <laughs> hole i'm like wait we've got coasters to flip let's do that right. are you ready yes i'm ready let's do this A girl with a purpose. A girl with a purpose. That is the name of your foundation, right? Tell me about that. What work do you do in terms of empowering young women? Okay, so um, let me start giving you a background Mm. how it came about. So um, the girl with a purpose was founded in 2016. Oh, wow. It's Um, cool. I registered it in 2017. Mm. And, you know, um, I've been operating since then. Um, So girl with a purpose is all about empowering a girl child. Uh, growing up, I remember when I was in mid, uh, in, in high school, mm. I used to have a mentor. And that's why I really believe in the power of mentorship because I knew that I saw the impact it made in my life. Mm. Um, 
you know when i was in high you know in high school there's so many pressures yeah. you know uh, peer pressures you know you get so many influences and all that mm. so there was this specific lady who really played a big role in my life as a big sister when mm. i was in high school and she used to really every time when you know it it seems like i'm really losing it she'd come and say gail stay focused and all that so looking back i was like you know if it wasn't for her probably i would have lost it at some mm. point that's how girl with the purples came about and i was like I want to be what she was to me mm. and I want to be to more girls yes. you know and that's how you know I started having the passion to empower to inspire and to really be there for them and be a sister give them my shoulders to you know climb on yeah, yeah. so how 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 do you do it then do you do talks in schools how how does that work in terms of so, empowering them? so we do have talks in schools but basically i have um the main main um our, our main location is in savannah city in mm. the val mm. where we mentor young girls so i meet with them in on, on weekends oh, and we we'll see we talk about different things we do different activities okay. i focus on talent i focus on academics because we are big on education and mm. giving giving meaning that um we we not only about just you know um raising funds for them to get sanitary pads but we also teach them the importance of giving back to the community mm. so one of the programs we would do is um would make an event for old people mm-hmm. and would cook for them wash their feet mm. dance for them do things for them just to you know um give back because we want to teach them the importance of giving and empowering the community mm. um in terms of the academics we check the academics every term we check how they did so that we are able to see the struggles that they are facing which subjects and also even to encourage them uh, in terms of career because some of them they don't know what to do they yeah. don't know which career path to take so w- in observing you know what they are good at and what they love doing we are able to now say okay maybe look into this mm-hmm. maybe it can be something that you love because you know when we talk about careers these days it's broad yeah a lot of things are careers you know a lot of things can you know can make a su- you can make a success out of a lot of things but it's up to you um even your passion we always direct them to say okay what are you passionate about let's start there what do you love you know and then let's try and see which careers can align with your passion and the thing is i think what you do is so important because mm. sometimes you come from a home where nobody's gone to varsity before so how are they going to help you exactly. with a varsity application exactly. or even explaining to that listen you can get funding yes. you can go to varsity yes. or I remember uh when I was in in first year mm, mm, mm. and here is this booklet of subjects I must now take I'm like I have no clue what all of this is yeah you know yeah. My mom can't help me choose my varsity subject. She never went to varsity. Exactly. She's encouraging me to go. Like, girl, go to your thing. But, you know, she's always been a hustler. She's Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. So busy helping me choose subjects. She can't. Exactly. Uh, Sometimes you really are the very first person in your family to ever set foot in university. And so to be able to have people in your community like Mm. yourself who are able to guide you and help you Mm. especially because there's such a confusing time choosing what to study at 18 man I remember I kept saying I'm like I can't believe I need to now what decide what I'm going to do with the rest of my life at 18 I'm too young for this exactly it's not easy it's not it really isn't so it it is so incredible to Mm. be able to have mentors because some people don't know where to go for mentorship yeah yeah and you know what Um, right now we have two matriculants Mm-hmm. Um, who are really confused, you yeah. know? And I remember sitting them down and I said, you know what? 
you need to exactly what i told you you know about passion about being able to you know align your career with what you are passionate about mm-hmm. because i mean gone are those days where you would be told to be a success you have to be a teacher or a doctor yes. or this or this but or you nurse. can actually be a success in whatever that you know you are passionate about because you give it your all mm. you know so um those are the struggles and i'm dealing with a lot of kids from dis- disadvantaged backgrounds yeah. so like you're saying some of them will be the first people in their ca- in, in their families to step into university and that's what we keep encouraging them because here's the thing for the mere fact that nobody in your family went to university it it's easy for that to fall to you yes. and be like okay nobody went so why should i yeah you or know? we don't have money at home how am i going to pay for exactly. this and you don't understand that no they are finding exactly. opportunities yeah so that is the mindset we're trying to you know alleviate from them to yeah. say you know what be the first yes. be the first to change you know the situation in your family mm. be the be the first to you know come with something new come with something something different so that you change everything for the next generation to tap on your shoulders and you know keep going oh that's amazing gail motong on five nights <laughs> let's do this question number two what does it say there gail Author and award winner. Author and award winner. Now, early around, we mentioned the fact that you are under 35 and you have written five books already. Your first book was in matric. Yes. Have you always been a good writer? Um, I wouldn't say I was a good writer, but I just loved writing. Really? You know? Yes. Um, I was not a good writer, I wouldn't lie. But I loved writing and in doing that, you know, you keep sharpening the skill, yeah. you know, and you get to be able to play with words, mm. you know, and all. So, yeah. What's Daddy I'm Yours About? That's one of your books. That, that yes. title just yes, caught yes. my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy I'm Yours Until You Hand Me Over. So, this is a book we, um, I actually produced mm. and co-authored mm. with... Um, uh, a, a couple of amazing young people mm-hmm. both young men and women mm-hmm. so the book is about the impact a father makes in a child's life yes so in 2020 you know during the the the, the pandemic it just you know there was a time where i was spending with my young people the young girls we for some reason we just we were just having our normal saturday gathering you mm. know having topics you know different conversations and then it just happened that I we spoke about the uh, the impact a father makes in a child's mm. life, and I was I was so shocked to discover that many of these young girls are so broken. Yeah, I mean they cried, literally cried that day because some lost their fathers, some don't know their fathers, mm. some they know their fathers but their fathers are not present in mm. their lives. So it was just the that, pandemic, you know, that one. exactly. <laughs> so that's when you know the 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 inspiration came. From Form, whereby now I gathered different young people to say, write your story, whether good or bad, because they are good fathers yes. who are present, who are, you know, uh, there for their kids. I also wanted those so yes. that I can have different stories. Oh, so beautiful. the book is it's a compilation of a lot of stories that were written by, you know, young people who are sharing about their lives and Anybody can relate to a certain story in that book. Because we all have different uh, experiences exactly. and relationships with our dads, whether present or not. I yes. love that. A very important book that yes. you've written there. Yes. And definitely something we need to speak more about, whether your relationship with your dad is good yes. or bad, existent, yeah. non-existent, yeah. Yeah. because yeah. it affects so many things a in lot. your life. A lot, a lot. Yeah. You know. What, what else do you still want to write? Sure, okay. For me, I think my inspiration in writing comes from, you know, the experiences that I go through, what I 
discover what I see on a daily basis. I always, uh, there is a saying that says, you know, if you want um to 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 be successful in something you know we are very scared of problems you know nobody wants problems yeah. in their lives but <laughs> actually money is in the problem you solve a problem then yes. you know you are able to know if if over now okay COVID, it's COVID time yes. this is what's needed that is a problem yes. you find a way you know to get a solution so mm. that you can be able to 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 be successful in whatever you know so for me, um, in terms of, you know, writing, right now I'm a new mom. You mm. know, I have oh, an eight-month-old son. Thank you. <laughs> so I have learned a lot in my journey. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I've learned a lot in my journey as a new mom. You know, the struggles that new moms go through. Um, and if you are a career mom, the struggles that you go through. How can you balance the two being a mom and also, you know, being you know being a working mom yeah. uh, and also some are married being a wife there's so many things so that whole experience and getting to learn from other new moms i get to to realize that no man there's something that we need to actually sit down and talk about as moms yeah yes. because we we seem to have a common struggle of getting back on track which is after your maternity leave or after you know um a couple of months being a new mom what do you do how do you pick yourself up? Some people struggle, yeah. you know, to get back up. And many of them struggle. It's a few that are able to, you know, uh, get back on their feet. Or society just expects you to pretend like you're back on exactly. your feet when you are literally just exactly. falling apart. I mean, some are still, you know, I mean, the post-mortem depression mm. is still there, mm. you know. Some realize it later on that mm. actually I'm not okay. Mm. I'm straight. I'm, I'm so drained. I'm so frustrated. I don't even know why. But I think that's why I don't even like being called strong anymore when people say, oh, women are so <laughs> exactly. strong. I, I, no, exactly. Don't call me strong. Actually, I don't want to be strong. Do you know what I mean? I want to yeah. Fall apart when I feel like exactly. falling apart. When I feel like you know mm. mentally I'm in a bad space, mm. I want to take my mental health day and take some time off yes. and relax and figure myself out. When I need to take a break, I want to take a break. Yeah, I don't want to when be. You say, I can't do it. I can't. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to be strong, yeah. running the race all the time, not giving myself a break or yes. some grace. And I think we need to normalize that That's a little true. bit because we're all not perfect people. Nobody. Exactly. Perfect. And social media and just society in general expects women in particular. To just be these like superheroes, no? Exactly. I want to be a superhero. <laughs> I want to be in the moment. Literally. I want to feel it and go through it. Exactly. I'm trying to survive myself, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to survive myself. Exactly. Don't expect me yeah, to be a superhero. Yeah. We're not. We're human mm. beings. Mm. All right, coaster number three. three. All right, what does it say? Five second rule. Ooh, do you think very quick on your feet? Or we'll see you. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. You need to answer them in five seconds. All right. Sure. Okay. Cool. Three, two, one. Tell me three women you admire. Uh, Michelle Obama, um, Kamala Harris, and uh, the late... Yeah, finish it. Mandela. Ah, Winnie Mandela. Winnie Mandela. <laughs> Mandela, of course. Okay, three things you love about your work. Serving the community, you know, being with young people and writing. Oh, you absolutely <laughs> love writing. You really, really do. How would you describe your style? Okay, my style is more um, motivational mm -hmm. um, and also confrontational in a way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. In terms of your writing. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh, now, this one's a little different. Three things you'll never eat again. Uh, masonja. <laughs> um... 
You what? Because I love food. Oh my word. <laughs> People really don't like my pony worms, eh? I tried, shame. I tried um, eating them, but I'm struggling until now. They are a delicacy. You see, I don't mind them as a snack. Like, if you've got them over there and it's just like we're snacking on them. Yes, nah, it's yes. fine. I'll, I'll eat it. Yeah, I don't I know was... about it being like the full meal. The cooked uh, masonja, like honestly, you, you really can't. <laughs> the snack one, um, I tried. But Wait, it's different. Uh, is it cooked differently? Yes, you can be able to cook them, like boil them with water, and it's like um, it's stew. Greg, like a stew and with yes, gravy. And oh, okay, no, yeah. I don't, I don't. Oh, yes, the, my mother, my grandmother used to make them like that. Yes, now yes, I remember, yes. like now my 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 <laughs> memory is being jogged. I'm like, you're actually right. She used yeah. to be able to make them like it's almost like a gravy. Exactly, exactly. And then you eat them with pap. You eat them with pap. You know, my partner eats it. He loves it. He like. They are nice. He tried so many times to convince me, but yeah. I'm still struggling. Yeah, yeah. Even the the dry ones, the, the ones you snack on. Yes. Ah, I can't. <laughs> like, you know, my thoughts when I'm eating, you know, I'm thinking. So I think I think a lot when I'm eating them. Oh, you're imagining <laughs> like, oh my goodness, am I eating worms? <laughs> Three exactly. things that are always in your handbag. Uh, my phone, mm-hmm. my lipstick, yeah. and uh, my... What do I have in my bag? <laughs> oh so my phone, word. lipstick, probably like a purse. Do you carry a purse? I don't carry a purse inside I my bag. I don't, that's the thing. Yeah, I also I don't. The thing is I have my card, because my bag already has, you know, compartments. compartments exactly, yeah. Yeah. so... I don't carry a purse as well, but then I lose it. Ooh, it's a Is mess. It? I lose everything. <laughs> but uh, thank goodness now we've got our cards on our phones, so that helps. Exactly, because I, I don't even carry cash anymore. Like, yes. I, I prefer using a card than carrying mm, cash. Mm. All right, another one. Three words that people use to describe you. When they're describing you, what are three words people love to use? Inspiring, empowering, and um, outspoken. And that you are... And that you are, my lady. All right, Gail. Ah, you got another coaster sitting there. I don't know what I put underneath your last two coasters, actually. Oh, my word. I'm not too sure about this next one. But let's let's find out. What does it say? Iconic woman. Ooh. Now, you are somebody that inspires other women. I think you even mentioned some of the other women that inspire you. I think you mentioned... Who did Michelle you Obama, yes. one of the people we need Mandela. Mandela. You she mentioned still inspires her. me even today. Yes, yes. yes. Kamala Harris, yes. you mentioned as well. Okay, so I'm gonna in we're gonna play this for 30 seconds. I'm gonna put a 30 second timer mm. and I'm gonna quiz you a little bit of some woman that I find absolutely iconic, and you need to let me know if you know their names. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you definitely do know some of them because yeah, you mentioned some of them, I think. I don't know. But shall we start? Yes. Okay. Okay, so your 30, no, maybe we should do 60. Should I do 60 or 30 seconds? Mm, now nah, we'll do 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, ready. Some of her greatest works include the following titles. I know why the caged bird sings and still I rise. Oprah loves this author. Uh, Maya Angelou. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Okay, another author. She has a book called Americana. She also wrote something called We Should All Be Feminists, if I'm not mistaken. That's what it was called. Chimamanda. Chimamanda. Uh, yeah, the name. Ngozi Adichie. Yes, there we go. Okay, this one, this iconic woman was crowned Miss South Africa last night. 
I, I know this name, Jobert. Yes, <laughs> Natasha Joubert. Yes, international artist who has a South African dad and a song called Kiss Me More. I'm starting off 30 seconds again. Come again. So this one is an international artist, a musician. Mm-hmm. And she's got a South African dad who used to be on Yizo Yizo. Sure. And okay. she's got a song called Kiss Me More. I don't know her. <laughs> it's Doja Cat. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's, it's Doja Cat. Doja Cat's got a South African dad. Okay, oh, cool. Wow. And my final one, you definitely know. This one was the first lady of the USA between 2009 and 2017. Michelle Obama. It's Michelle Obama. <laughs> nice one. Okay, you didn't do too bad. I mean, you got my Angelo Chimamanda. I'll give you half there. Natasha, I'll give you half there. So that's like two... Three, yeah. So three out of five. You see, I'm also just being so nice about it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you are. Absolutely you are. <laughs> love it. You've gotten a lot of awards, even before this one in 2023, right? Yes. Yeah, like in 2020, you won the Woman of Stature Award, then uh, uh, Extraordinary Woman Award, 2021 African Authors Award. Listen, you are all about... <laughs> <laughs> uh, do they mean a lot to you, awards? Are they something that's very important to you? Um, You know, um, I wouldn't say... You're okay. This is what I work for, you know. Yeah. But for me, it's more of a motivation. Yeah, that, true. Yeah, you you're doing well. You yes. know, you're being recognized. Your yeah. work is being recognized, and it's inspiring you to keep moving. Mm. Sometimes when you're feeling down, you look back. You're like, oh, okay, wow. You look back where you come from, and that on its own inspires you to keep going. So yeah, for me, I take them as you know, um, an inspiration that I draw strength from. Oh, I love that. Talking about being an inspiration, we are ready to get inspired by you right now. Final coaster. Let's do this. Lessons. In 60 seconds. I love this part of the show because this is when you get to reflect a little on some of the biggest lessons you've learned in your life personally and professionally. So I will mention a word and you need to tell me the biggest lesson you've learned in that particular category okay are you ready yes cool <laughs> three two one your 60 seconds starts now okay biggest lesson when it comes to family sure i learned that you know um spend more time with your family invest mm. uh, in your family you know uh, learn who your siblings who your family is your parents because mm. you might think that you know your family only to find out there are things that you don't know it's yeah it's easy you know where I, it was so easy to see when my niece was going through something because i learned her uh, you know beautiful who, okay this is her next one friends sure friends are people that you know you bring in your life that they become a, a big part of you and friends are people that you don't just pick up from anywhere but people who play a big role in your life add value into your life and for me that's what i call a friend yes add value, in add life. value. with health with health, I've learned that, you know what, um, you need to take care of yourself, you know, eat well, yes. you know, if it means going to the gym, do that because we don't eat well, you know. <laughs> yes, so it's important. Health is a wealth. Do some annual checkups, it's important. Yes, yes, yes. you know, your annual checkups, <laughs> Yeah. that pub smear, do it, get it done, exactly. that dentist appointment, get it done. Yes. Love Once that. Once a year, do that. It's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It okay, so we ran out of time, but I love this one as well. Oh, the final one, love. Your biggest lesson when it comes to love. Yeah, Yo, love yourself. 
Oh, I like know, that. Self-love is important because oh. even when you don't feel loved by everybody, but, you know, you'll always go back to the fact that you love yourself and it's easy to love someone else when you love yourself. Easy to love someone else when you love yourself. I yeah. love that so much. Gail Mutlong <laughs> on Five Nights. Thank you so much for joining me. You have been Thank a true you. inspiration. Keep doing <laughs> the incredible work that you do. You, you wake up every me. single day and you make a difference in your community mm. and I think it's absolutely beautiful how selfless you are Thank about you. what you do and how you just want to get it all done really and chase all of those dreams and everything you have been yeah. called on this earth to do amen thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> on five nights tastemakers not your typical run-of-the-mill stories we're putting a spotlight on movers and shakers from everyday heroes social stars to a-list celebs and what's going down on campus